Hello. Greetings. How was your weekend? My weekend was acceptable. This is the podcast where two glowing crystals from an old Star Trek talk to each other about their weekend. A small child fed me goldfish flakes. They were wonderful. How about them tribbles, huh? There are so many of them. There are almost as many tribbles as there are crystals. I met the sports team, the tribbles. (laughs) But yes. (laughs) That would be great. If it makes me wish that someone at my work would come up to me and be like, hey, how about those tigers? And And then I could be like, Yeah, I know, right? I'm so scared they're going to get out of the zoo. (laughs) Hey, how about those penguins? Where? (laughs) You can see them too? It's not just me? Oh, I I thought that they were worried about the... How about those... The the Danny DeVito penguin. Yeah, people don't know. The Pittsburgh Penguins is actually named after the Batman villain. That's why their their colors are that that same shade of yellow as that the the big rubber ducky that uh, he he rode on. Mm. It's also why they have the uh, they have the the uh, fans have the tradition of releasing a poison gas <laughs> into the stadium <laughs> during, between the second and third period. Oh boy, and if it goes into overtime, look out. <laughs> Here comes Catwoman. Ready to pick up the scraps. Which uh which NHL team do you think Catwoman would uh do you think that she would be forced to be a Penguins fan or do you think that she could be like a Hmm. I'm trying to think of, uh, I think there used to be a Florida Panthers, but they're gone now. Yeah. Maybe she's a Anaheim Ducks fan. Ooh. How do any reason just, just digs that team cats, cats and birds, you know, she's out there on the ice. Trying to catch the ducks. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Is there a is there a team? I think the ducks are the closest thing to a mouse team. They're just yeah, owned no by mouse the mouse. There's the predators. That's really generic, but yeah. What's the deal with that? The predators. I I hope that. Uh... Nobody's ever made like a, a Nashville sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have. I'm sure there's a whole, there's probably a bunch of guys who all meet up and they go to the hockey game and they're like, here's the only place where we can talk openly. And everyone just thinks we're talking about hockey. Mm-hmm. And we call to order this 
secret meeting of the Nashville Predators. <laughs> They're all awkwardly holding a beer and a hot dog. <laughs> Did, wasn't there a car called the Predator? Was that a Dodge? It sounds like a, a car. I think there is. Something. I think there was a Dodge Predator. Was that like the crazy looking, like hot rod version of the PT Cruiser? Or is that a different thing? I'm looking it up. Um... The Predator U7135 was the first handheld programmer ever made for Dodge Challengers. Oh. There's a thing called a Plymouth, a Plymouth Prowler. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Of. I remember that thing. That dang thing. <laughs> Look at it. <sighs> well, I hate to do this. But I gotta go to the Department of Corrections. Okay. I'm sorry. So sorry. That I was such a I misspoke. Uh, last week, you might recall that we kept doing a thing about. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay running out of nursery rhymes and then coming back with other things, Shakespeare's sonnets, and then trying to give them like a a crude and rude punchline. Mm-hmm. And someone pointed out pointed out to me that I say that he tries to make the Canterbury Tales rude and horny. Oh yeah, they are. And they, um, so somebody, I know that, that they, they get, uh, sort of, uh, horny and, and violent. Uh, I think one of them ends with a guy who's, uh, sticking his bare ass out of a window and he's expecting someone to kiss it. Like, I think he's, you know, try, trying to trick somebody into kissing his ass. And, uh, instead, uh, somebody sticks a red hot poker up his butt. Damn. So there, there's some sexy Home Alone stuff that happens in the Canterbury Tales, I guess. I found it. It's this wench thick and welly grown was with Camus nose and yon gray as glass with buttocks broad and breasts round and high. <laughs> But right fear was her here, I wall not lie. So, he, he's, he's doing Sir Mix-a-Lot there. <laughs> just talking about her big, big old ass and he will not lie. <laughs> My apologies to Chaucer and to any other dorks out there who were grinding their teeth at my uh, misspeaking last week. Okay, well, I've got one I've got to do, too. 
All right, let's. I'm sorry, so sorry. Ah, this was from our uh, most recent Patreon-only episode. Oh boy. Uh, we got onto the topic of uh, the Ghostbusters, and I'm not talking about the Ghostbusters you know and love. I'm talking about the old fogey Ghostbusters, the two guys from F Troop and their their gorilla. And it was not a show that I ever watched. I just saw like a, a DVD box set and I Mandela effect myself into thinking that they traveled around in a bathtub. <laughs> it's an old jalopy, not unlike Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, because I believe it can fly. So I don't know where the bathtub came from, and I'm deeply sorry. We did we did go on quite a run about them flying around in the bathtub. <laughs> and then when I looked it up. Damn, not a not a bathtub in sight. I kept looking for it, and I, I I think I was just trying to think of what the DVD box set because I remember making fun of that because I was not aware that it even existed when they. Perhaps there was a scene where they like got sent sailing out of a window, all three of them in a bathtub or something. You know, some there sort could of a, be another uh, like that. You just your little child's mind clipped that. You know, it's like when you see your principal at pizza hut after school <laughs> and you're like he lives here and that's when you when you picture him going home at night he goes to pizza hut and then he, he lies down in the back and takes off his shoes <laughs> yeah there's a little cot back there for the principal him lives at pizza hut you know every time uh like a kid takes uh toppings off their pizza because they want it plain but all the adults want toppings on it that's what he eats they make them a salad out of all those toppings that kids pull off the pizza. <laughs> he doesn't, to be clear, he doesn't live there because he's the boss. He lives there because he's, he's like, uh, well, he's like Snarf from the Thundercats. Yeah. They just, they keep the <laughs> he knows a sweet deal when back. he sees one. He's a smart yeah. guy, the principal. He's just back there and he's like their mascot. After hours, when the pizza delivery guys go and solve mysteries, they bring the principal along, and they give him a couple principal snacks. <laughs> yeah, just there's it's mostly sliced olives. Yeah, he keeps that. He keeps it in his breast pocket, and that's why there's always that red stain over his nipples. Yeah, because he's throwing all those pepperoni pieces in there. We're gonna get so many angry emails about this. The principal doesn't have a red stain over his nipples. All right, I got an idea for a podcast. What do you got? This is called If We Did It. Oh, okay. And uh, this would be where every week, you know, people like true crime. But what if uh, this one was us just theoretically saying how we would do it theoretically if we were the ones who committed certain unsolved murders. Theoretically. Well, they, they, they say never to write down your crimes. Well, these are But they don't crimes. say anything about recording a podcast yeah. about it, so... Right. There's a lot of, there's a lot of cheap heat here. We can... Uh, if we're good at this, people will 
Well, they'll beat a path to our doorstep. Now, are we going to have to give any of the profits from this podcast to the Goldman family? Maybe we set up a GoFundMe in their name. And then we uh, we pay ourselves from that fund in our never-ending pursuit of finding the real killers. So, is this continued? Like, the first episode would be us seeing like what it would have been like if we did it, but then we'll have future guests who have to tell us uh, what it would be like if they did it. And, and oh, then... this doesn't, this, to be clear, this does not have to be just the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson. Oh, okay. This could be any murder. Does it have to be a murder? I mean, it has to be unsolved so that we can uh, maybe siphon off s- some of that infamy. That's what we're really looking for here is plausible deniability in both directions. We want people to think that maybe we know exactly how we would do it because we did do it, but they can never prove it in a court of law. And uh, they're already, you know, maybe we can get hologram Kardashian on here. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's up to now. By the way, have you seen uh, Kanye West? Wasn't there, like, wasn't he supposed to release something? There was there were rumors he had a new album coming out and it didn't happen? Um, well, this is going to be boring for anyone who already knows. Uh, he is living inside of Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Okay. He's taken over the away team locker room. <laughs> and he's just wandering around and he's got a uh, pantyhose on his head yeah and he's that just sounds about right he's just chilling out there <laughs> maybe that's episode one if we were the ones who broke up kim and kanye if we did it. Oh, and what, what a poetic, what a poetic ending to the Kardashian family story. If we release a podcast where we just posit the theory, but who says, ah, maybe we work a glove into it somehow, but this one is a, the, the glove fits. Okay. So will we come up with a rhyme that says, like, if the glove doesn't fit, then you should not acquit? If the glove fits, hmm. without a doubt, Kanye's album won't come out. Ooh. And And the whole world, here they are, beating down our door, torches in hand. Quick, AJ, to the tower. We must. We must away. (laughs) How long do you think we'll be up here this time? Well, if this lightning storm holds up, uh, we won't have to wait much longer. Oh. Are we reanimating the corpses that that we killed? (laughs) 
we're uh yeah we've we've actually we've actually got 50 cent and Ja rule and we've sewed them together and we're gonna get them we're gonna strike them with lightning and see if we can't create a monster to fight kanye west okay wait was Ja Rule feuding with Kanye, or was he also feuding with 50 I, th- I think he feuded with Ludacris. Oh, no. We got to get Ludacris in here, too. We've just got a bunch of bunch of rappers, and we're going to lightning them all together. Mm-hmm. And what uh, is- I wonder how what, what sort of havoc this is going to wreck on the... Uh, Fast and the Furious franchise because Ja Rule was in the first one and then quit because he was holding out for more money and they replaced him with Ludacris, mm. his sworn enemy. The- so, so this monster that we've made will need to be in in future Fast and the Furious films, yeah. but might have a little bad blood, a little bad Ja Rule blood flowing it's around in be- those veins. Listen, they're gonna have to pay whatever. Maybe at this point, though, they can Yeah, like uh, for 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 the second film in the franchise, they might not have wanted to. Well, it looks like those podcast guys that made a monster (laughs) out of Ja Rule and Ludacris (laughs) and Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. They say that they got they got to get their beak sweat on this deal and uh, that really there's nothing we can do. We can't write these guys out of the movie. We got to pay them all. I don't so. want to be in the movie at all. I just want to be the wrangler. No, of the I mean monster. all the all the rappers that we turn into a monster. Yeah, to try. Yeah. And, so yeah, I I don't need big money. I just want to be paid for my services. Like I'm going to train the monster. Yeah, and and like any sort of uh, I I, I don't know if Jack Hanna is still alive, but I I think that I could be the the new Jack Hanna to the the nightly talk shows just, just show in... up with a new monster that i made and be like all right n- now sit sit in fallon's lap <laughs> play with this <laughs> play with jimmy, his hair jimmy fallon's like now i understand that this this new 10th fast and the furious movie uh they've just gone back to driving cars around the neighborhood because all the money had to go to you and you've got like a you got a little bag of wrap snacks. Mm-hmm. You're just handing them over. There you go. Yeah, uh, we uh, we successfully negotiated ninety uh, percent of the film's budget go to uh, our our little friend here. Mm-hmm. I imagine him just kind of groaning, but maybe he's rapping all the time. I, I I thought that would be the tragedy of it that their flows are so different that uh, he would be forever without bars. Yeah, that's why I'd have to teach him to ride a tricycle or something like that so that people would pay to see him. I was thinking like somehow like sewn back to back, or maybe like front to back what if we get oh, if we get like a hydra where each head is uh sort of its own entity or a rat king mm, yeah i i kind of thought like they could just mush together like in the thing okay 
like a face over here then like another face kind of melted down on this side just ludicrous's mouth on the forehead okay move bitch get out the way or or possibly uh i always forget uh the resistant resistance leader's name in total recall kuato <laughs> kuato i think the jaw rule could probably fit on 50 cents chest for sure and maybe even ludicrous because he's a little guy yeah just a little jaw rule popping out and and if he's a jerk like the the other guys just punch him in the face yeah like, possibly though what if we stacked him Little rascal style. <laughs> Just a great big towering, tottering rapper. But when you pull off the giant, giant, uh, comically oversized uh, red coat that they're wearing, it's like like it all melts together. Just it's like, like well, I thought maybe it's kind of like human centipede slash meets Goro. <laughs> yeah, just arms every. Four feet all the way down and legs. Just a bunch of them down the sides. And then oh, they've man. got the face of the next guy right in their belly. They should remake Human Centipede like that. It'll be so much better. Oh my God. It'll still be creepy and freak people out. Cause like when, when it, like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that 50 Cent is going to be the base of, of the Human Centipede. Mm-hmm. And he's like walking around and you see him all up there and they're wobbly and you're like, yeah, it's a little horrific. There's a little body horror here. But when they all flip down and then they go incredibly fast, yeah. like they're yeah, <laughs> like they're in the ring or something. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, they come running and we'll leave the poop stuff in too, but it, it, it'll be like. Maybe it'll be a pleasant thing where like one of them can tell that, uh. Oh, you just passed me uh, some food. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get more nutrients out of it than your system could, buddy. Jaw rules down on the bottom. Like, hey, can you guys slow down? <laughs> you both had hot wings today. <laughs> oh man, there's a there's an odd couple sort of. Uh, you know, when 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 the uh, when the slob is on the top and. Uh, the the neat guys on the bottom that's that's a little bit of a problem it's like yeah <laughs> fellas fellas i have ulcerative colitis he's always ordering the the hot wings that are just butter yeah <laughs> i always see that on the menu and i'm like who who would order that i'll have the uh i'll have the plain buttered wings and a oh duels no no i'm sorry uh change that could could i get a uh Shirley Temple. Oh wait, no. Um, could you just uh, just bring me a cup of water and uh, just dip a highlighter marker in it for a second? <laughs> That's a great idea for a beer company. Like, I, I don't think it should taste like a water with highlighter ink in it, but uh, like a neon bright colored beer. Call it electric mm. beer. Oh, what do you think? I mean, I've had the green beer before. On St. Patrick's can... Day? Oh, no, I just left it out in the... Okay. Um, Homemade. Yeah. I I left... I let a frog swim around in it for a while. <laughs> 
but yeah, do you think they could do fun colors? I don't see why not. You know, all the movie theaters have alcohol now, which what I feel like that was like a rare thing, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Boy, that would have made the Shrek movies more fun because, you know, they would have had like green beer on the tap. Hey, get Shrek's uh, Ogre Ale. It costs $2 more. It's the same fucking beer, but it's green and it comes in a collectible cup. Do you think that they would also have like a freezy of it? A sl- like a an alcoholic green slushy? Yeah, well, that'd be the Princess Fiona Margarita for mom. And then they would have the donkey punch. <laughs> god i was just like walking right into that every once in a while something sets up like that jesus christ (laughs) that was if we did it (laughs) yeah I've, i've got an idea for a podcast uh and this one is to be heard, not seen, colon, a child's first brainwashing podcast. Ooh. And I think we've beat around this bush a little bit. I think we might have uh, had like a podcast idea where it was just talking to babies and then one where uh, it was going to teach classes and things and just no pretense here. Like this is just going to be a podcast that trains children to not do the annoying things that they do. Yeah. I'll be honest. That seems like a pretty good, a pretty good idea. And I feel like there, there's definitely, it's a hole in the children's television workshop curriculum. Yeah. They're like, they're, they're all about, uh, you know, learning to read and saying uh, "hase kalor," mm-hmm. count to ten. Yeah, and it they they do try to teach you to share, and uh, you know the beginnings of accepting others and whatnot. But they trust these children to have empathy, and they do not. Yeah. And maybe maybe it's not just a uh you know brain brainwashing uh maybe there's some classical conditioning in there. Yeah. I, I, guess I was just thinking that this could be like our little pet project to just uh try and reeducate all of America's youth to not do the things that annoy us personally. Yeah. I know one one way with classical conditioning is to to just carry a big bag of starburst around with you, and anytime somebody does something you like, give them a single starburst. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's this? Or compliments I gotta... work if, as long as you're you're you're, you know, it's starting to to occur to me that possibly I needed the to be heard and not seen a child's first brainwashing podcast when I was a young lad. 
and it might be too late because now I want to create it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, I want to have something, maybe a character that would be kind of a cautionary tale for my younger self, like a little puppet who, uh, is so ashamed of the idea of being a sexual being that, uh, he, uh, never knows how to get out of, uh, the, uh, pretending girls are gross thing and ends up doing it <laughs> into adulthood for a while. <laughs> Everyone just kind of thinks he's gay because he's afraid that if he admits uh, that he's attracted to women, uh, that everyone will immediately make the noise from the invasion of the body snatchers and uh, throw him <laughs> in jail for masturbating. <laughs> Could that be a character? Yeah, that could. And yeah. and, and could uh, he psychologically manifest uh, physical uh, problems uh, because of it? Like like his masturbation hand turns into a, a terrible bloody claw and his uh, fingers can no longer uh, clench to hold anything. He's more of a... I'm, he's going to be like Telly. You know Telly from oh, Sesame okay. Street? Like he's yeah. just a nervous character. Oh! And he's like, oh, I don't like girls. And there's like always hot women around him. <laughs> His name's uh, Pertimer. 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 Hey, Pertimer. Hey, Pertimer, you want to see my tits? No. <laughs> Pertimer. And then there's like the old guy sweeping his... Uh, Sweeping a stoop of. Now, Pertimer, it's okay to want to see tits. Just part of part of being a sexual being. <laughs> no, I really don't like them. <laughs> ah, God, there's another lady yelling out her window. Pertimer, come on. I'll show you my tits, too. No, I really don't want to see tits. Pertimer's the, yeah. <laughs> also we gotta have like a smelly garbage can character and uh instead of him being a grouch he's just a guy who uh won't shut up and is constantly looking for plot holes in movies i want to get that <laughs> i want to get that out of children's heads okay squabby the plot hole guy maybe we just uh flip flip the script on oscar on that because Seems like everybody's just really nice to him and doesn't ever do anything mean to him, and he's a terrible jackass. But in the real world, if you live in a garbage can and smell like shit, you know, shit rolls downhill, and, and everybody's terrible to you, and you go crazy. <laughs> he's just a nice guy, and everybody's like, fuck you, fuck buddy. Fuck you, shit face. Hey, Squabby, eat a dick. He's like, I sure do love this garbage can. Sheesh. <laughs> I don't got, you know, I got everything I need right here. I got Somebody threw away a half empty can of beans. This is I a say half they threw out a beans. half full can of beans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh boy, somebody threw away some old pornography. Check it out, Perfer. <laughs> oh, I don't like I don't like pornography. Oh, don't be shy. This has got something for everybody in here. <laughs> you like stereo reviews? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got I got another idea. Okay. This one is called The Devil is Beating His Wife, a supernatural gossip show. <laughs> so this would be like TMZ, but we're like, oh, word on the street has it that uh, Zeus has been stepping out for a little hanky-panky with a swan. Mm. I thought he turned into a swan and then used his huge swan cock to... To fuck like a, a human lady. Well, that look because he's into have... bestiality, but he's not into being the human. All we know is that he went over some bitch's house, and then a little bit later, a swan walked out, and we we just yeah. have the guys out there with the cameras. What's your I name? Think... What's your name? Are you having sex with God Zeus? I'm pretty sure he's also fucked as a stag. And as just a cloud of impregnating mist. God damn, how do I get that job? Yeah. Just, just a, a fuck mist. I'd... Just like hang out at the club and, and everybody, everybody goes home pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Pitbull hits that button on the fog machine and you come out like <laughs> I'm cum <laughs> Yeah, so that's basically it. Just the devil, yeah. It doesn't have to be about the devil. It just has to be I mean Hey, I'd even say like cryptids. They can get in on the yeah. action. It could be gods and and uh Gods and Demi-gods. monsters. Yeah. Monsters. Yeah. The whole we'll get the Ja Rule thing in there. Yeah. I I can't I I don't know. I, I, I don't even know where to start with that guy. So many problems. Look at this. It it seen on the red carpet canoodling. It's the Ja Rule monster and Kaylee Kuoko. <laughs> Is that that lady's name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. From the Big Bang Theory. I think so. I just I've I feel like I've seen that name in print but never heard it said. It's It'll, like when you when you find out the indictment is indictment. Oh, uh for me it was uh I knew the word covered already, but uh boy boy howdy, I was real excited uh to find out what a cup board was. I did a oral book report uh on a book a a book starring Mr. T. <laughs> an indictment no, a pity this fool a who has an indictment <laughs> it's a courtroom drama 
Did tell me Mr. T decided to represent himself because who could do it better? <laughs> I, you know, they say that I, I pity the man who has himself as a client. <laughs> do you ever see that that uh, uh, Bloody Mary mix that is Mr. and Mrs. T's Bloody Mary mix? No, and. I know it's completely unaffiliated at this point, but my whole life, like it's been around for a long time. I always was like, why don't they put a picture of Mr. and Mrs. T on the bottle? I want to know what Mr. T's wife looks like. And it's probably cool because they make like margarita and Bloody Mary mixes. So I probably have seen this and I just never noticed that it was made by Mr. T and his wife. Well, I mean, it's it's not. It's just I, I think it's made by probably two people whose last name begins with T and they're completely unaffiliated. Oh, damn. You took me along on a little journey of the imagination there. Honestly, I was just picturing Mr. T and drag, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Anyways, my book report was on a on a book starring Mr. T called The Muscle Tussle. Now, I did the whole how damn exactly thing can saying, a book star Mr. T? <laughs> He's a character in it? Yes. <laughs> Is it like when Fabio was on the cover of a romance novel? <laughs> <laughs> no. He was like the cat in the hat. He like shows up and like sorts everything out. And I, it's been a long time since I've read this book. Like, I was probably five, but uh, I believe that the plot goes like this. There are two boys from the neighborhood, and they they have some sort of a rivalry about who's stronger, and they're flexing and showing off, and they get into a fight, and then Mr. T shows up and stops the fight by lifting a car off of the ground and everyone goes whoa it is a book about children solving their differences and problems by having mr t a fictional version of mr t shows up And says, you know, treat your mother right and stay in school and all those positive Mr. T things. Now I really want to find this book. I want to give it another because I've avoided it. Like some people would avoid, uh, you know, I've repressed the memory of Mr. T's The Muscle Tussle book because I said muscle tussle. About a dozen times in front of all of my peers. <laughs> and I thought I was hot shit because I don't even think I was assigned to do a book report. I was probably in kindergarten. Just showing you off hot for... dogging that yeah. I could read. Can I get some of that extra credit? Uh... <laughs> How about it? I figured out that the cow goes moo and the duck goes quack. <laughs> Can I do an oral book report? About Mr. T. (laughs) Anyway, that's the devil is beating his wife. 
Okay. I've got another one. This one is one last cast. And, uh, it would be a podcast where, uh, it'd be a limited series where we find the score in episode one, episode two would be assembling a crew and we'd move on to who knows what, uh, double cross insurance. Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I've already brought up like not writing down your crimes, but, uh, maybe we can set up some sort of coded language where, uh, you know, Smokey won't be on our trail. Now, I, I, I do love a good heist. When you first said one last cast, I thought, oh, this is just your way of saying we're going to stop. (laughs) But then I thought about, I went to King's Island yesterday, and at the end of the day at King's Island, uh, they have like a a bunch of singers and musicians perform a a concert in the center of the, you know, have you ever been to King's Island? Yes. They have that little, you know, downtown uh, villa. Right when you walk in with the reflecting pool and everything. They just had a big concert going there. Like it was Mardi Gras. Mm. And I had the realization as I was standing there kind of half watching these people. But they had this kind of soulless look in their eyes. Smiling and saying, (laughs) come on to everybody. I was like, they do this every night. Every night. It's Mardi Gras. Well, do they only do it one time a, a night? Medley. Or they is do it like it, in yeah, a pavilion that's... where it's like we do it four times a day? <laughs> I th- they must be practicing during the day, and then it was it like at night. It's like they lure everybody back to the center of the park with this like, come up and shake your body. Let me do the conga, and you know. And... <laughs> It's a siren song. Just Gloria Estefan medley. (laughs) But it's like, these people are just drenched in sweat. Just grinning from ear to ear. Hey, come on. They're all wearing like reflective shirts. And I was like, they do it every night. And I thought maybe that would be like a thing. Like maybe we do a grand finale every episode. A look back. Okay, we can we can do that. But I I'd also like the idea of this being a big heist. I I I do want to plan a heist. Maybe that's is there a way we could incorporate? Maybe both? maybe we we assemble our crew from uh uh the song and dance reviews at theme parks where people graduate from high school and, uh, but don't get into a, a, a good drama program in college. And so they've got their one last casting and they work at the holiday worlds and Kings islands of the world. And then when that's over and they're set adrift, maybe they join our, our criminal crew. Yeah. We, we go from theme park to theme park planning heists with the musical review acts at each of those, we hit up Dollywood. Oh yeah, Knott's Dollywood's Berry got like Farm. multiple stages yeah. that have multiple shows a day. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be like uh, John Dillinger, just tearing ass through Opryland. <laughs> we'll have to like know when the trains come through the intersections so that we can give the police the slip. So we go from one one attraction to the next, stealing everything with the help of the trombone player. Trombone player. I just imagined that we'd have a trombone player who helps us. He's our in. He's the guy. Oh, okay. I thought you. I was just thinking like uh, you. You can fit a lot more contraband into a tuba. Oh yeah. Can we get a tuba guy too? One of us poses as the tu- okay. tuba guy. the The trombone guy. He gives. He he puts. Uh, Ipecac on the trombone guy's mouthpiece. So he just, when they go to warm up, he just starts vomiting into his trombone. And they're like, ah, we need a new trombone guy. But where can we get one this quick? And then our guy, the trombone guy is like, oh, I know somebody. Yeah. And then you walk in with a tuba. You're like, my tuba is not full of vomit. (laughs) They're like, you're hired. So I don't think anybody would ask any questions if if we brought our brass instruments to the theme park during the summer. But I I do. Hey, where did all of where did all of Porter Wagoner's suits go? Oh, I'm just carrying this empty tuba. <laughs> now, beforehand, like this is a small worry, but I mean, you've got to map these things out down to the most minute detail. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to have a locker that's big enough to hold my tuba, and I do want to go to the water park. Um, hmm. Do you think that a bike lock would work on a tuba? Yeah. Maybe. What if we like, uh, what if we swapped it out with like a sousaphone? Okay. And, and then you just, uh, like wear it like I'm Wade the Duck all over the park. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's an inner tuba. All right. Fine. It's yeah, that's how we do it. Oh my god. You bring the tuba in secretly inside the tuba, flippers and a snorkel and goggles. And then mm-hmm. you take that stuff out when you're back in the mop and bucket room, put it on, and then you paint the tuba so it's orange. Or the sousaphone. So it's around your waist now. Just looks like you're coming out of there. You got the flippers and the mask on. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen that uh, tuba guy? Oh, no. Not me. <laughs> hey, where's? can you direct me? I've gotten lost. I'm looking for the Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the hotline. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us at the podcast hotline. 
702-P-O-D-C-A-S-P. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available. Again, that number is 702-763-2277, the podcast hotline. Or you can always write to us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Either way, we listen to those. We think them over. We definitely screen them. And then we bring them on air like this one here. A lot of people believe that the moon landing was faked in a studio. But not enough of them. So my idea, it's like the game Cornhole. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, a lot of people are just, uh, bags sitting on the board they haven't found the hole yet and once you go through there it's a whole nother world we're through we're through the cornhole board here folks mm-hmm. you want to take the red bag or the blue bag <clears throat> yeah um we just did a space one so I don't know I feel like the timing just isn't right I don't think I understand cornhole on the level that a lot of our listeners do it does seem like man it's a trend that uh, I did not see coming is there some pop philosophy book that uses cornhole to describe the world to me in a way that I had until now never seen it. Maybe if there isn't, we sh- we should look it up. And if there isn't, it's ours, ours for the taking. Okay. I feel bad now. It'll, will it be like a self I never come up with cornhole ideas and, it's it's it seems like it's all all that our listeners want and I I'm gonna I'm gonna promise I'm gonna write down a note I'm gonna promise a a, a cornhole centric idea sometime in the near future. That's definitely what we need is more more cornhole yeah. content. God damn it! I wrote cornhole down though. I don't want to I'm, do that. You know, I got to check it. The domain name pornhole.com is for sale. <laughs> How is that possible? How is that possible? <laughs> don't buy it though (laughs) if you do don't make it redirect to our our website (laughs) 
At least we'd stop getting cornhole ideas every week. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't believe that I'll be spending my money to get pornhole.com. But if someone else out there thinks that would be a funny bit. That might be a good investment. Like, I, I am shocked make, that that isn't a website already. Buy it. Make it redirect to us, because then we will we will do ads every week to sell that website to somebody else for more money. All right, let's let's go to the Podtron, folks. The Podtron forty five hundred is an artificial intelligence that has yet to come up with anything about cornhole, and we like it for that reason. It's an artificial intelligence that studies the names of podcasts and then gives us new names for podcasts in the hopes that we can use that as a jumping off point for a new and original hit podcast. You see anything on the list this week that you like? Uh, Yeah, this one is Skip Serial Fran on a recap. And, and that I think that's just the show where we get Fran Drescher on and we try to convince her not to listen to Serial by uh, ruining all the, all the plot points in it. Okay. And, all right. and like she'll get real excited and and won't be able to believe uh, the developments in, 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 in those cases that they cover on Serial. But there will be no reason for her to spend 10 hours on that because we're going to wrap it up real quick. Skip Serial, Fran, on a recap. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything else that could possibly be. The Podtron laid it out nice and nice and exactly clear. Exactly what it is, yeah. I, I guess it could be somebody a different Fran. Do you know any other Frans? Um, I think I do know one. Okay. Which might be easier to get than Fran Drescher. Although, who knows? What is she up to? I don't know. Do you think that she's listened to Serial already? That could really ruin this show. I'm looking it up, seeing what what she's been into. She was, I thought, just retired. You know, she was married to that guy that was like the producer of the show. Oh, Oh, she has a Twitter. Well, maybe, maybe we can find out if she's... If she's tweeted about cereal, it looks like she's running for president of SAG AFTRA. And oh, it says here that uh, this is some hot gossip. Apparently, Zeus disguised himself as a gorilla and got her pregnant. <laughs> We've got the exclusive on this one, folks. Zeus, disguised as the gorilla from the Ghostbusters, in a non-bathtub <laughs> situation. Yeah. <laughs> Got into a bathtub situation. They had that English <laughs> was, patient sex. That's what we were thinking of. You know, we saw him, and we saw Zeus. Dressed as a gorilla, and he was having sex with Fran Drescher in a bathtub, like in the English patient. Completely different guy, same gorilla suit. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize it was Zeus on the Ghostbusters. 
All right, I got a I got a Padron idea here. This one is called Donkey Baby, and then in parentheses for kid. <laughs> so this is like now, isn't a, a goat baby a kid? That, well, yeah, that's possible. Maybe Donkey Baby for Kid is an unlikely animal friendship. People love that. Oh, yeah. Just a baby donkey and a baby goat hanging out. You know in, that? They in got my, that... my personal menagerie of animals, trying not to be killed by my rat monster. <laughs> <laughs> you know those shows that are like the animal odd couples? Yeah. They just keep putting out episodes of those things, right? You think there's like a some poor production assistant who's just every day they're like, all right, you got to come up with some new animal odd couples here. And he's like, all right, well, I guess uh, Capuchin Monkey and uh, a, what are those? A Sable? Can we just get two of those, put them in a cage and see if they get along? Yeah, and after one of the animals uh, kills one of their prospective friends, like we just drop another animal in there, like a new friend enters. For every one <laughs> animal odd couple you see on TV, there were nine failed pairings <laughs> behind the scenes. Flamingo and a cobra. No, nope. all right. Well, how about uh, a meerkat and a cobra? Oh, no, <laughs> I think we're stuck on Cobra. Like we we're just stuck. have to kick Cobra <laughs> out. <laughs> we got Cobra for a while before. Eventually, we we had mongoose, and then it was just mongoose tearing ass yeah. through all these other animals. It, it does seem very much like either Cobra or mongoose is going to run Barter Town very soon. Donkey baby for kid. Okay, I've got another one. Uh, this one is called Throw to Know. Throw to Know. And uh, I think that this is a podcast about, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, stuff that you throw, you know, balls and darts. Maybe no. uh, electronics that aren't that expensive you might throw them across the room onto a chair or something but yeah. a lot of times things are a little uh too valuable to throw and uh this would be one of those uh shows where we're just like uh hey let's let's see what happens when when we throw this oh. maybe off of something high or oh. uh against something very hard so we want to know if it's okay to throw yeah you got a no to throw. No before you throw. But it's but we're, the law. like that's for our listeners. Like this this will be kind of like a jackass situation where we have to do a, a podcast version of an interstitial before it starts saying that you should not do the things that we do on this podcast. Listen, we we're are, going to throw to no. We're I, I mean we're going to throw so we do know. Yeah. And then how do we, how do we, I guess we just have to build up a, a fan base 
so that we can afford to throw more expensive stuff. Yeah, and uh, as we get a bigger fan base, we can say like, "Hey, send us all of the cornhole boards that you want us to throw off we'll throw of like a tower around. or something." Yeah. <laughs> Every week, what do you want us to throw? A cornhole. We're just throwing the. <laughs> we're just playing cornhole at that point. But we're living. We're living off of the uh, revenue from the, our YouTube channel of us just playing. Just playing cornhole. Honestly, I bet if we just started doing that, just every day we play cornhole and film it, we could get a we could get an audience. Yeah, just it would be an angry audience where they talk about how bad at cornhole we are, but you know who cares? People are just desperate for anything to watch. Just the same two guys playing one-on-one cornhole every day. And the only reason we can't do it is because we have to have stupid jobs to put (laughs) food in our mouths every day until we die penniless and with a severe lack of cornhole experience. Yep, that's the only thing keeping us from doing that. Throw to know. I thought this was like throw to N O when you first said it. No, it's a it's a K N O W. It would be like a seg it would be like a segment where we throw to and then it's just someone telling us no. Yeah. <laughs> now it's now it's our segment, throw to no, where we asks we ask our mom if we can get ice cream. No. <laughs> and then back to the rest of the show the rest of the show is just us doing a sports talk but we do a little show within a show where we ask our mom if we can get ice cream yeah now let's talk about the tribbles 2022 season 2000 uh, like are, is there a show just about tribbles or uh do no, you it's call the team like... the tribbles oh remember? yeah <laughs> oh yeah remember the team <laughs> Yeah, the Tennessee Tribbles. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that if their owner would, you know, shell out a little more cash, buy some of those fucking rocket skates that Wiley Coyote always has, uh, we might be in business. Mm. Notorious cheap ass owner, though. Wait, who's the owner? Uh, of the Tennessee Tribbles, uh, some Ferengi guy. Some Ferengi in scare quotes. Ferengi yeah. guy. All right, I got another uh, another Podtron idea. This one is called Good Gani. Good Gani. Yeah. Is That's... that like what? Uh, what is a Gani? G O N E Y. Good okay. go- Goni? Goni? I'm not, um, I'm not entirely sure. I read it as Goni, but uh, in my mind, it would be something, <clears throat> maybe a podcast about things that are gone. And that it, it's good that they're gone? Like maybe the it's good that they're gone. Fucking dodo? It's a dodo, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe some of it is 
stuff that we're legitimately glad is gone, you know, dinosaurs. Listen, mm-hmm. they, I mean, it's sad. It's sad that they, that they died, but it's good for us. It's very good for us that they died. I've seen the films about what would happen if they were here and it doesn't end well for us. But then maybe other times uh, we're just, we're kind of, you know, doing a Pollyanna thing where we're trying to look on the bright side. Hey, everybody. We didn't need all that uh, Florida. <laughs> it was it was holding us back. Now it's like now it's like America has a tight little jock strap on. <laughs> Good gunny. What's uh what's something else that uh we could we could try and uh paint a little silver lining on that rain cloud? Um Well, I, I think that there probably will be a lot more rain clouds that all have silver linings now that uh it, see you later, polar ice caps. Mm. Glad that you're gone. So many more uh, rain clouds for me to uh, see the silver lining on. Yeah, yeah. Also, and, you know, I now have beachfront property, and I'd like to sell it to you. Yeah. Also, it's good that Cheers isn't on TV anymore. Why is that? Um, give me a second. One of the actors would have become uh, an outspoken bigot. Mm. Try to guess which one. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Is it Shelley Long? Yeah, it was Shelley Long. It was Fran Drescher. <laughs> you see, if, if Cheers had been allowed to continue... Kirstie Alley would have left and they would have replaced her with Fran Drescher. And all of that success from being on Cheers would have gone to Fran Drescher's head. Next thing you know. I'm worried that she's going to have too similar of an energy to Rhea Perlman and and Rhea's going to get, you know, middle child syndrome. She's going to feel like uh, nobody's listening to her anymore. Mm, Ooh, now there's a matchup. This is, this is another Cobra and mongoose situation. Yeah. I, I I think I'm just thinking that they have similar voices. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they do. They, they just both sound Jersey. I guess. (laughs) Oh, wait, is that? Have we done it? Have we come up with all the ideas? Yeah, we did it. She. All right. Well, here's what we got this week. We got if we did it to be heard, not seen, 
the devil is beating his wife, one last cast, moon landing thing, whatever that, skip cereal Fran on a recap, donkey baby for kid, throw to no, and good gawny. Okay. I think that uh, we, we should try to figure something out with both of our first ideas. If we did it and the children's program. <laughs> yeah. For brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my. Oh. It's an alternate history that all children must learn. Okay. If if you make the propaganda and everybody believes it, you you can make yourself unto a god that is a fuck mist. <laughs> All right. So uh what do we call this show? This is conceptually I think one of the most difficult <laughs> matchups we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. I'm open to what you have to say as well. What do you got? Um, I really enjoyed the one last cast idea, be it planning a heist or celebrating a, a fictional career in podcasting that's coming to an end. Um. Okay. Well, let's uh let's leave it on a cliffhanger then. All right, folks, that, if you want to find is, out that that's like what, what, what that let's do that one. But what we do with it. Oh, who knows? OK, well, folks, if you want to find out which uh, kind of one last cast we do, you can head over to patreon.com slash. We don't have a podcast yet. And over there, uh, you will find not only that episode this Friday, but every Friday forthcoming a new episode exclusive to our patreon subscribers as well as access to uh tens of dozens of previous episodes i don't think tens of dozens is right that applies to <laughs> no that's thousands. not true there's, Do- there's dozens or how tens about that there's tens true. yeah we have tens or dozens of <laughs> Uh, also, leave us a review on iTunes, call into the podcast hotline, and tell your friends. All right, that's it. Good night. Good night. Oh, I gotta stop. <laughs>